But it's so stupid, Sarah. It is stupid. Technology is the worst. I know. Welcome back to our show. It's a show about Supernatural, talking about Supernatural. I don't know. Was this a planned intro? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> I didn't like what I wrote. <laughs> I didn't like what I wrote, so I'm just going to ramble through our intro. Yep. All right. I'm on a secret quest. And this is that fucking elf that only speaks in vague limericks, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> that part I wrote. There was another part in the beginning that I wrote that was not great. Side. But neither was what I said, so whatever. There's this side uh, character in Dragon Age Inquisition that, like, hides around the castle, and when you find him, he, like, does a quiz show with you. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's supposed to be funny. I don't get it. And I always have to look up the answers because I don't want to be wrong. Oh, All right. Um, all right. What are we, what are we doing? What are we watching today, Sarah? We are watching... We are watching... Episode 10 of Season 2, Hunted. After Dean tells Sam what their father told him before he died, the distraught Sam sneaks off to Indiana alone. Finally. Fucking finally tells him. (laughs) I know. Halfway through the season, we finally Uh, get it. Always. Always. All right. Um, Tells him as coming back from the winter break, because this episode first aired January 11th. 2007 the director was Rachel Rachel Talale 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 okay Rachel Talale sounds better (laughs) who's the director the writer was Rael Tucker and the IMDB rating is 8.5 not bad yeah this is the episode that brings back Sterling K. Brown, so that's cool. I'm excited to see him. Oh, wow. I recognize the girl in the preview picture. And as oh. always, I can't see the preview picture, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's because, as I always explain, I look at the episode list to get the uh, synopsis. Good for you, Sarah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and I are having a time. It's been a week. It's been a hard time getting to this point. (laughs) It's, uh, oh god. I don't even, I don't know. I don't know what, Sarah. Let's just watch. I don't know either. Let's do this. And again, Mercury is in retrograde, as you said. From what I could tell from the internet. So hopefully, and the internet is never wrong. It's never wrong. So hopefully there won't be any, um. Don't you jinx it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You keep that in your mouth. I love you, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. I actually have it all queued up right now. Oh, I don't. Oh, my God, Sarah. (laughs) Now I do. I'm at 55. You're at 55. Oh, I'm so much farther than you. I'm at 58. Play it forward a little bit. Play it again for me, Sam. Who is this poor man's Gabriel Byrne over here? 
He does look like he needs a good night's sleep. I've never seen a therapist do that. Just sit there like, hmm. Mm. It's because it's a very like, it's a very like judgmental kind of pose to take. It is. Put the hand on the face. And that's not really what you want from an actual therapist. I know this song. This is a great song. Oh, we'll talk about the music because uh, we've got this great song and then we've got a I'm going to have to hear it in the context of the episode because it was a song that did not make sense in my head when I was writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> We're both jamming out to this song. <laughs> well, I can't remember why I know this. It had to be on a soundtrack or something. Because the first time I heard it was not the original version. It was a cover. Mm-hmm. And, but I can't think of who it was. There's a really cool version of this on the Sucker Punch soundtrack, <laughs> which not a great movie. Awesome soundtrack though. I gotta say, pretty <laughs> solid. Sucks to be you, bro. Ugh, that's a lot of fake blood to keep in your mouth. <laughs> that was like that was a lot of fake blood. You didn't have to drink it. <laughs> I know, but still. Oh, they didn't film this on the same day. No, they didn't. <laughs> I just got done screen capping this uh, episode, and they were in, like, bright sunshine. <laughs> now they're in, like, overcast. <laughs> he said the shittiest thing he could possibly say to one of his sons before he fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> save me from what? He didn't say. John is the uh, annoying elf that... He is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> There's more Jared going from zero to a hundred. We had the exact same reaction at the exact same time. There's just like, like I don't know how I'd react if one of my sisters said, "Hey, Dad said I had to kill you if I couldn't save you." I don't know how I'd react, but I don't know that it would be like this. It, the scene is worse that they have beers in their hand, and I don't know why. That they have what? Beers in their hands? Like, oh. It's just a weird, like, it just. Well, before this, they were supposed to be celebrating. <laughs> I know, but the fact that, like, these just casually holding this beer is just upsetting me. See, because that's the thing. That's why it's so wrong when it's Jared. It's because there's no, like, it's either here or it's here, or it's here, or it's here, or it's here. It's really, yeah. like, back and forth and weird. Whereas with Dean, there's this natural, like, rolling action. Like, he ramps up to things, and then he cools down a little bit. Like, you can see it. Yeah. Just steal somebody's car. That's great. Because <laughs> they just have one of those, like, on them. Well, yeah, because they... I don't know. They they used to, like, a lot of cars that ain't theirs. Well, they they used to have to, like, they made a big point in the beginning to, like, steal things. To be like, this is how they make their way through life. That's how you can tell that he really broke his hand. Because ain't no way that they would come back from a break and it would still be broken if it was just, yeah. like, the universe. Yeah. Oh, I was expecting a jump scare right there. You know what's weird? What? Sam obviously knows how to pick locks, but whenever they're together, it's always Dean that picks locks. Uh, 
I didn't even have a smart answer for that. It's Ava. I mean, we don't know it's Ava yet, but it's Ava. <laughs> she sends postcards. God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like in the Stone Age. I know. <laughs> I was like, she doesn't text. She doesn't update her. She doesn't call. Like. <laughs> she doesn't update her Instagram story. <laughs> bullshit in that other episode. I know. It's like, it's almost like different people have been writing her. I thought his hair was braided. It's just the way they've combed the mullet wig thing. <laughs> Did you not pay for your beer, sir? I'm assuming it was on the house. Especially since Ash just picked it up and started <laughs> such a weird request I was just thinking like I don't know any parent that would just let some kid who said hey I knew your son in high school can I see his room be like yeah sure it's just yeah because either it's a kid that you like oh yeah I know I remember you because you came to our house or whatever the fuck right. or it's like nah you're a fucking stranger <laughs> yeah but that happens a lot of times in this episode where, like, they really shouldn't let them in, and they do, and that is a terrifying girl of yellow eyes. <laughs> in this I love how that uh, has that sentiment all ran together. <laughs> I, well, I just looked up and saw it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> I am normal. <laughs> She's got the full business casual early 2000s look going on. I was real big on that look. Oh, yeah, same. She uh, is on Hannibal. Or I guess was on Hannibal. (laughs) (laughs) I got canceled a long time ago. It did. Why didn't Sam see that guy die? For the plot. Thank you. You're welcome. His his visions are really inconsistent. Well, they seem to always be connected with the psychic kids, which would mean that he would have saw this kid die. So you're not. <laughs> oh, boy, she's with us. So you're not. <laughs> I know. Like, I love how she goes from, you must think I'm nuts, from, oh, you're actually nuts. <laughs> Is she standing in the dark? She's got a good key light going on. It makes sense for Dean to be in the dark. He's outside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is like super bright sunlight outside, but I feel like I just heard thunder. So it was very like, what the fuck is going on out there? She's just so early 2000s looking and I cannot get over it. I mean, it's the 2000s. <laughs> Why didn't they try to think of something more real? Like, people go like, for all sh- sorts of shit, dude. Right. <laughs> also, that was the most condescending look from that. Uh, that is the worst, the worst therapist ever. He really is. That is such a, like, pose to, like, just show the Dean that Sam's in there. That's the only reason. Yeah. That- be like that. Oh my god, Dean. 
be gross. Also, like, yeah, there's no way he would just have that section of the window not, like, the curtain. Well, also the way he, like, put his hand on the window and just, like, had to (laughs) think. Think his thoughts while looking out the window. Like, I don't know. There was something so stupid about that. I'm sure, like, I'm not blaming. This is one of the things that I'm not going to blame Jared for because there's no way to make that look natural. (laughs) And I'm sure they were like, you got to do this. Yeah. I don't know why that surprised me. I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, Sterling. Don't put your head up, stupid. I know. You're lucky your brother's there, dumbass. So much fake blood that people have to keep in their mouth this episode. Right. I also like that Dean wailing on Sterling didn't knock him out, but one bop to the head from Sterling. Yeah. And he's out. Right. I think I'm calling him Sterling and not Gordon. <laughs> Which is well, you, well, he said Gordon, and that actually surprised me because I forgot what his character's name was. <laughs> <laughs> I love her reactions to Sam. They're, like, so realistic. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I was going to ask how does he know, but I'm sure they're going to explain it. I know he has something to do with The reason he's so intimidating is because he's just so very even with everything he says. He's very quiet. Mm-hmm. I just have to say the subtitles are all caps, but in fiance, the lowercase e, the, the e was lowercase with the symbol on the top. It was not. So it was all case up until that point. What symbol? The I can't think of it. Thatch on the top. I can't think of it. You know what I'm. Don't be a jerk. You know what I'm talking about. Luxontegu. What did you just say to me? <laughs> Luxontegu. Sure. Listen, it's been like 10, no, 20 years since I've been in French class. I don't remember. <laughs> How are psychics not pure human? He's got to work something out in his brain to justify killing people. I guess. Man, I really hate his character, and I know you're supposed to, but man, do I hate him. It's pretty bad. I think we're going to talk a lot about how great Sterling is again. (laughs) (laughs) Sterling K. Brown and Jensen Ackles together in a room. Just perfect acting. Chef's kiss. (laughs) Will it? What? He's gonna blow him up. He's like, it'll be quick. It, will it? Because people survive getting blown up. Blown up? Blown up? <laughs> yeah, and a grenade, as far as I understand it, isn't super reliable. I don't know much about grenades. All of my knowledge comes from movies and television. Well, just what I know of, like, soldiers and stuff, like... Right. Like, yeah, it can kill you 110%, but it can also just send you home without, like, a couple limbs. Right. <laughs> like, that's, like, not a huge loss. But, which I'm gonna guess, fucking hurts. It hurts. There's a lot of psychological damage. <laughs> I just thought of John Mulaney's joke about Hitler, about killing Hitler. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he looked like Hitler. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> Tied up and gagged. That's how I like my Jensen Ackles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't been grossed about how pretty he is lately. It's true. But you made up for it. (laughs) Oh my god, I saw somebody posted, um, like, a super old, um, interview that Jensen did, like, back from his Days of Our Lives days. And you can hear how he hasn't lost his accent yet. It's real cute. (laughs) He just looks... So this is very dramatic music for Sam just walking around a house. A very abandoned house. Like this is a junkyard of a house. They did their best to make you know that this was abandoned. I can't get over how fake that green screen he's sitting in front of. Was. Yeah. <laughs> is that a shoe? I can't see. It's very dark. It is a shoe. Okay, thank you. He oh, threw Sam a shoe. Has his tetanus shots. Oh, hey! <laughs> radio Garden Radio. That's a good question. Like, how do they keep up on their vaccinations? Like, for their flu shot at everything. I mean, I don't get a flu shot. I, I am now because I'm putting my money where my mouth is about vaccines, but up until recently, I never yeah. got a flu shot. Again, I got all my other, I got all my other necessary vaccines, like tetanus. And- sure. Like, I never judge anyone for not getting a flu shot because it's not the same level as COVID. But that's just, like, it's one of those weird real-life questions. Like, do they never go to the dentist? As somebody who recently has had to go to the dentist quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I say that as someone who, due to insurance reasons, has not been to the dentist in a very long time, like an embarrassingly long time. Don't judge me. My guilt is already doing it for me. Yeah, I was going to say, that was way too easy. Especially with as quiet and as calmly as they're walking out of the house. I love how proud Sam looks. Yeah, I called the cops. He looks like he's five. I know. He's just (laughs) petulantly sitting, waiting in the car for dad. I was going to say, it's someone in the background. And we do not talk low enough for them to not hear us. Right? We're just openly talking about this. Jensen has a tendency of saying again, super southern. Again. Again. <laughs> again. They're, they're from southern Kansas. <laughs> I mean, they're not from anywhere. Like I said, it makes sense that their accents would be muddled because they travel so much. Yeah. So, like, having them be kind of southern, but not really southern and whatever, mm-hmm. it makes sense. This is the one show where that makes sense. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let people have the accents that they have. <laughs> I love that stink guy you just get. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bullshit, I guess. Yeah. That's the first time they've done that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, there it is. I also have had earphones that my sister got me for my birthday. One says bitch, one says jerk. 
Ew. Did he really just say nookie? Yeah, thus the ew. <laughs> Thanks, Fred Durst. Have you seen Fred Durst lately? Holy shit. No, I haven't. <laughs> he, like, he grew his hair out, and it's, like, white gray. <laughs> I mean... He looks like a dad from Texas. It's the weirdest look he could possibly have. And he still performs with Limp Bizkit. And I saw it, and he had, like, the most low-energy frontman experience I have ever witnessed in my fucking life. I was like, are you kidding? No. Uh, Don't touch anything. (laughs) Don't get your fingerprints on anything. Wow, that really stops being a thing. Yeah. After a couple of years. <laughs> Demons leaving sulfur behind. Uh, when was the last time they said Cristo? They never do that again. They did it the once and then never again. That's what I'm saying. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god, do you watch, um, watch? It's a podcast. Do you watch a podcast? <laughs> Do you listen to um, Misha's new podcast, Bridgewater? No, I did not know about it. It's really good. It's um, it's like a podcast. It's like an audio play. Oh. Which is what I like. And I keep trying to find them. And I'm like, oh, I try to search stories for podcasts for that but what I end up with is like in the true crime section section where it's just people telling stories and talking about things I was like no this isn't what I want I want a there's, there's one that's like a musical about two princes or something it's so good it's just called two princesses, or I, princesses princes I only started I only listened to like the first episode and then never listened to any more because I was just getting into podcasts, and I was like, I don't get this. It's um only the last season. There's three seasons. Only the last season is a musical. Um, the other two are just straight teleplays. Mm. As I recall, the first episode is a little meh. It's really a lot of setup. Yeah, and I just, like I said, I... I didn't really get it I wasn't like like D&D is basically the same thing and now that I'm more into that and, and like listening to audio of people playing D&D I think I would like it more so it's one of those things that like I should go back and try that again you should it's <laughs> so cute it's about two princes falling in love and uniting their kingdoms and breaking a spell it's so fucking cute <laughs> anyway so I got really into that and then I wanted more of that but it's so hard to find them so I was really excited when I saw that Misha had come up with one and his is it's more in that like true crime vein where they're like trying to solve a mystery but there is like it's so funny there is like a supernatural element to it and it's so funny to hear Misha talk about how he doesn't believe in the supernatural And he says it like he says supernatural and he's like, oh, and it's just like, uh, bringing that up because it's nice and I like it. What is wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
All right. Um, Sarah had a really good question before we started this. Are we still doing the recap? Still undecided, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> um, let's see if I can do, actually do like a quick bullet point recap. Okay, this I'll is say, wait, just do a quick, just a quick synopsis of what happened. This is the one where uh, we start out. Um, Dean actually does tell Sam that what John said was. He had to try to save Sammy because if he couldn't save him, he would have to kill him. And of course that made Sam real mad. So he ran away from home, quotation marks. Sam goes to the house, finds another psychic kid because he wants to get to the bottom of this because he's mad. Um, Finds a dead psychic kid. So he goes there, he meets Ava, which is another psychic kid who has, like him, who has visions and has a vision of him dying. Dean manages to track Sam down, only to find that Gordon has been killing the psychic kids that he has found because he has information that they're bad and that they're psychics and that Sam is one of them and tries to kill Sam. And he's safe because of plot contrivance. Uh, And then he uh, kidnaps Dean and holds him hostage. Sam comes to rescue him. He's very clever. They get Gordon arrested. And uh, then they check up on Ava, who has gone home at this point, but they find her dead fiance and no Ava to be found. Cut to black. That's a good good wrap up. Okay. Sarah and I were talking about it, about how we do the silly wrap ups and they don't actually recap anything. <laughs> or we do very in-depth, detailed wrap-ups that take too freaking long for the cut for the purposes of this podcast. So I did actually take funny um, notes, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> but um, let's do ratings now that we've recapped. All right. We liked this episode. Gordon's back. That was great. So um both of our overall ratings were nines. Um, we gave Monster of the Week 10. Gordon is the Monster of the Week this week. And he's great. Sterling K. Brown, great. Um, uh, the supporting cast, we gave a nine, mostly because of the therapist. We'll talk about him, I guess. Uh, the writing was an eight. Uh, cinematography was a seven. We're going to have to talk about that. Um, the feels were a nine. We really got into our feelings. Or Sam did, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Jared's acting. <laughs> and uh, I decided to give uh, the main cast a nine because I feel bad for Jensen for bringing down the main <laughs> For Jared bringing down our main cast ratings. <laughs> so I got to, like, give him a little something every once in a while. Just give him a little something. All right. Uh, so that puts... Uh, Hunted, I almost said Haunted, that puts Hunted at a 70 out of 80 possible points, which puts it uh, right now at our number two spot. Woohoo! Overall. I almost said Haunted when I was first reading it. Haunted. 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 All right. Uh, But yeah, we both really uh, like this episode. What did you think about it, Sarah? Uh, it was really good. I only have like three notes down, um, but I thought it was really well done. 
it really starts diving into this whole what's up with Sam. I mean, they did it. They answered the the question of what exactly John Winchester said. Finally. Uh, finally. It's been this thing h- hanging over half the season almost. Um, and the consequences of that. And I thought they did a really good job. Sterling King Brown was amazing. I thought it was, I mean, it was a good choice to bring him back. Because otherwise, like, if you really think about it, not a lot happens in this episode. Like, if you really break it down, you get the answer, and then Sam runs away. I mean, two people died, Sarah. I mean, (laughs) story, like, overarching story-wise, storyline-wise, you don't really, you meet some more new psychics, but you don't really learn a lot more about what's going on. That's true. Um, And as I was talking with Sarah, or telling Sarah, when I was looking through the episode list that's coming up, we don't actually touch on the psychic kids that much until the finale, or even Sam possibly going evil. There's one episode where they touch on that, and I mean, we'll get to that, we'll talk about it, but other than that, there's not actually a ton of that in the remaining episodes until you get to the finale, which is which weird. Is... Yes, especially considering the, like, almost cliffhanger that they ended this episode on. Which, again, doesn't get picked up again until the finale. (laughs) It's weird, but yeah, I did like this episode, though. What were your your notes? Uh, Just the first one was that they've been super inconsistent with Ellen, which we kind of talked about. In my notes, I wrote, schizophrenic Ellen! (laughs) Because, like, she, I mean, she, Joe runs off because of the fight they had in the last episode we saw them in, because we learn that the hunt that her dad was on, where he died, was with John Winchester. And then in this episode, they have a conversation about it. She says she's forgiven John. But, like, so then what was the point? But more than that, my thing with that, like, fine if she's forgiven John, but she goes, I forgive, forgave John a long time ago. Then what the fuck are we doing now? Right. And then, yeah, and then the whole, like, hand wavy, oh yeah, Joe just decided to start hunting, but I don't know where she is. Like, that doesn't make any sense either. She was... Yeah, as on top of Joe as Ellen was in that episode, no exit, like... Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, so, like I said, it's almost like different people are writing her, and they aren't, like, reading each other's notes about it. Maybe they did read that episode, and this writer was just like, that was a bad episode, I'm just gonna pretend like it didn't happen. (laughs) Which, you know, is what I would do if I was writing (laughs) on this show. (laughs) I mean... And they, I mean, they're really good characters, Ellen and Joe and Ash, but they really are just the, they've started to replace the we're going to go to the local library and find things sort of like research that they tend to do. And eventually that's all Bobby, like that's what Bobby's place becomes is their base of research. 
that's really all Ash was in this episode, was he just came on to tell Sam shit. So do you want to talk about Sterling King Brown? Yeah, let's talk about him. <laughs> Gordon's back! Um, yeah, Gordon is the bad guy. I really liked his little, like I said uh, while we were watching, uh, the menacing thing about Gordon is that he is very, like, he's very sure of himself. He's very even. That's what, yeah. Explaining to Dean why he's doing this. And it gives that edge and menace to it because it's like, why are you so calm? You're a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down he absolutely believes everything he is saying. And yeah. that makes him terrifying. It makes me think of the bad guy. I can't think of his name. I don't even know what his name is in the movie, but the bad guy from Serenity. Oh, yeah. Tweedle and Geo 4. I knew I wasn't going to remember his name. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't remember. Did he have a name? In- I don't know that he did. Whatever his name was in the movie. Yeah, I remember. That's the first time I ever saw him. But yeah, it was very like, yes, I'm doing terrible things, but I am doing them because I have this great purpose. Yeah, I I know they're terrible, but I'm doing them because I think that's what needs to be done. Exactly. And that's kind of what Gordon is. And Dean even says that as they're talking, because he says that, oh, this kid can fry somebody crispy with, like, just by touching them, because he had, like, electrocution powers. Oh, yeah. We yeah. never saw, which would have been cool, but we never actually saw him use them. Uh, but Dean asks says he's like did he ever kill anyone which i'm guessing the answer was no i mean when he talks to his therapist he's talking about like killing his cat or his dog or something which is like sociopathic behaviors like yeah cruelty to animals but yeah well and i think he said he didn't want to it just happened but either way like as far as we know he didn't kill anybody yeah so yeah just kind of like indiscriminately like, yep, you've got psychic powers, you need to die. Yeah. I mean, and on top of it, he was so sure that Sam needed to die that he put up two explosives in the house that both he and Dean were sitting in. So he's like... With the bad screen. Yes. So Sam needs to die so much that we both could die too, but that's okay. That's the level this guy's on. But Sterling just, I mean, he does such a great job with it. Yeah. You really do, like, oh, this bitch is crazy. And then you do kind of hate him because you're, like, you want to, like, it's that thing where you feel like he's a real person. And you want, because of that, you want to, like, reason with him. Be like, hey, guys, stop this. And it's because he's done such a good job of, like, building him up. Yeah, and like I was saying while we were watching, like, I was having, like, this visceral, like, I hate this guy reaction and i don't have that reaction to most villains in most shows yeah but i was like i hate him even knowing how he ends up i was like oh god i want him gone stop it stop doing this get out of here yeah and yeah him and uh jensen just put them in a room together anytime i will watch it 
I could have watched an entire episode of just them in a situation like that. That was probably pretty smart of the writer to be like, hey, we've got Sterling, we got Jensen, let's, uh, let's do it. Let's just make like a good third of the episode, just them talking to each other in a room. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dean and that through that whole, and you can see him, you know, because Gordon's talking about the psychic kids, talking about Sam being psychic. And you even said like, well, how does he know? And that's kind of the thing is you can see Dean trying to figure out how he does know while also trying to keep to himself, be like, well, psychic kids aren't a thing and not wanting to like give anything away mm-hmm. that would confirm whatever Gordon says in case he can be like, oh man, you're crazy. Like this is nothing. You have nothing kind of thing, you know? And which you can was, see him, you can see him go through that. Yeah. I mean, which is what he was trying to do in the beginning. Yeah. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, he doesn't say that, but he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Gordon's just like, I'm not dumb. I did yeah. my research. And you can see he's still not trying to give anything away, but you can see that he's like, shit. Now what? <laughs> yeah. It's very much like a chess match where Dean is just kind of trying to play, or like mm-hmm. a poker match where he's trying to play his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Great tension. Great. great tension building. It keeps Sam's weird acting out of it. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to talk about the Sam portion of this episode? God. Um, I don't know. He wasn't terrible. It was uh, just that fight in the beginning where... It's that thing where he, like... He's just like, I don't know, there's something about when Jared has to shout, and sometimes it's not even an instance where I feel like it's necessary for Sam to shout, but Jared decided that it was time for him to shout because he's, because Sam's angry. So he's like, oh, so he's angry, so Sam should shout. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's always necessary, and I I said that when we were watching, um, because that's always the terrible thing about when Jared's acting falls short is because he's always acting opposite Jensen. And you can see, like, <laughs> this is how you should be versus what you're doing. Right, because, I mean, in that conversation, Sam's been shouting for a while. Yeah. And finally, like, near the end of it, Dean starts shouting back. Yes, he does start shouting, but you can see that he's worked up to this, that he, like, it's tension building throughout the scene, and then he starts shouting, and even when Dean starts shouting, it's still kind of, like, contained. He's still trying to just, like, hold on to this situation, you really get it, whereas, like, they just told Jared, like, oh, you're angry, because Dean kept this from you, so he's like, all right, so I'll just bark in his face, like. And angrily drink this beer. Yeah, that was weird. That was. That's why I was saying, like, they should have put the beers down. It was really bothering me that they had those props in their hands. The beers didn't bother me so much. But um, even though the continuity error of the fact that they didn't film that all on the same day. <laughs> I think we said that when we watched the last episode. We were like, oh, they probably filmed it all on the same day. And then when it came back, I was like, oh, no, they did not. <laughs> this is clearly a different day, probably a different month. <laughs> Well, and maybe that was part of it. Like, maybe they took a break and came back. Yeah. And so, like, Jared just wasn't, like, in in the emotion he was when they filmed the scene previous. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to make some excuses for him. I don't know. It, it's just that thing where he's just, like, he talks normal. And then he shouts. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Was that for me? No, my ear itched. <laughs> That was not from you shouting. It was not that loud. <laughs> but 
it's it is just that thing like I said he just barks at Dean and it's like okay I get that you're angry but it's like I don't know there's just there's different just, ways that you can convey that um he just he made a weird face I remember like like trying not to laugh at it because I'm like this is a serious moment he made a weird face like his acting just wasn't up to par in this instance I don't know as actually other than that instance I I thought he was fine but again uh, uh, outside of that I mean when he talks he talks to Ava quite a bit um but that's where Jared's good it was when he just has to be like conversational with people that's when it's like okay this is Sam and it's everything's fine so when he has those scenes like yeah it's he's good at that he could do that um but other than that and the first scene, I don't know, Jared didn't really have, like, a ton of dialogue. He didn't. Well, I guess he talked a lot at the end. I don't know. I kind of tuned out at the end. I know. We were, like, not paying as much attention in that conversation in the car at the end. But, yeah, I mean, even that conversation, what were they even talking about? Like, oh, yeah, because Dean was like, I want to be done. Let's go to Amsterdam or something. Yeah, his, his I mean... It's not a bad response to what's going on because Dean's idea is just like, well, let's lay low. Let's not interact with supernatural stuff for right now because something is happening. Something's building up and it's got to do with you. And like, I don't want any harm to come to you. So let's just like, um, let's just like not interact and just close ourselves off and be gone. Um, but Sam is also correct in that he's like, well, I tried to run away because he went to school. He went to Stanford. He got out of mm-hmm. being a hunter. And, and he's like, and I still ended up right here. So he, like, they're both, re- like, I like Dean's, like Dean, like I said, Dean's reaction, like, I get it, but Sam's right. Like, there's not really anywhere that they can run from this. Yeah. It seems to be chasing him versus like, we're, we just happen to be in it. Right. Um, And in that conversation, they were talking about like destiny. And I was like, oh, so this whole aspect comes up and the whole like team free will stuff is even starting now. And I love it. Like, it, I like this part of rewatching is that you're seeing all of the little hints and threads and nuggets to you know later episodes are already starting and I really like that Sterling knocked out of the park park not well lit no no as I was telling Sarah uh supernatural is supernatural is dark but they forget that you can't put a dark black man in the dark on film because you can't fucking see him. <laughs> you have to you have to light people with different skin tones differently. You have to light Sterling K. Brown much differently than you light, light white ass Jensen Ackles. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were a couple of instances. Um, I mean there were some some shots with Sam, but yeah, especially when they put like. Sterling came around in like half light. I was like, I cannot see anything. Yeah, and that that was um and that's why cinematography only got a seven. 
is because like it was it was it felt almost like season one levels of like I can't see anything why is everyone sitting in the dark um but yeah when Sterling is in I should we keep kind of calling him Sterling instead of Gordon when Gordon is in that abandoned shack or whatever they're in um it's and, it's, and it's dark yeah he's not he's not they're not lighting him properly so that we can like see him well whereas we can see Jensen a little bit better because that's who the lighting is working for is white people <laughs> but it's like right you, and well you have to and if you're gonna cast this way which you should because you should cast black actors <laughs> you need to understand that he needs to be lit different you just like you need to have that in your mind that it's not gonna look right if you don't light him right and I was telling Sarah because she mentioned the finale while we were watching uh the same problem happens with uh uh Hardison that <laughs> we keep referring to him as his character from Leverage <laughs> which he did after this um but it, the same problem happens with him because he is also a dark black man is that when it's when it's light outside fine he's lit fine but when it's dark you can hardly freaking see him which sucks because both of those men are great actors and i want to see their face i want to see the expressions on their face because they're good if you don't light everything correctly now the only thing i can say for this episode is unless they were trying to make a stylistic choice because sometimes directors will do that to be like to show that this guy is like a bad guy i'm only gonna light him like halfway if that was a choice that would be one thing but i don't think that was the case here yeah it was too sloppy to be like an artistic choice to light him that way um and if it was it was the wrong choice but it was too sloppy to be an actual yeah. like, choice. Um, they just weren't, um, they weren't being inclusive. <laughs> they were not. <laughs> but, they, uh, but they were also just having weird lighting moments. Cause yeah, like, Ellen, I even wrote that. Why is Ellen in the dark? Ellen's on the phone with Sam. Dean. No, Dean. And he's yelling. He's like, it's near the end of the episode. He's like, who, who told Gordon about Sam? No, that's not when she's in the dark. It's when, when it's when Dean calls, like, in the middle asking where Sam is. Oh, I thought it was when she was no. talking about the other No, episode. that's, like, bright and, like, the bars hopping. Well, oh. that's the other thing, is that he calls her, and that's always the weird thing, is when, when they have customers versus when they don't. And that's the weirdest thing, is because it's clearly night wherever Dean is, which we don't really know where fucking Dean is. Um, and it's clearly night at the roadhouse, because it's dark in there. <laughs> and she's right. got all the lights on but it looks like the bar is closed so what the fuck time of night is he calling her that the bar would be closed it's a bar that the well, bar would a- be closed and that she would still be there to take the call nope that's not a toy no I don't <laughs> <laughs> she just comes down with this in her mouth <laughs> just a bracelet oh. I, um, I'm looking through my do you want to talk about, I wrote two things about this therapist. I wrote at the top, it says judgmental therapist. And then it says worst therapist. <laughs> yeah, like he was, um, he was doing a very good job of being the typical, like aloof TV therapist. 
And from my experience with therapists, they're here to help you. That's not what they're like. Uh, but yeah, in the beginning, he was like, I believe that you believe it to the guy. I'm like, no, that's don't be a jerk. That's the thing is that it's a pro- it, it is a problem that uh, movies and TV tend to depict therapists as very judgmental. And that's like we were talking about his hand placement, like the way he's sitting and the way he's looking. It seems very judgmental. But again, that's the character of a therapist. That's how they're depicted in film and it shouldn't be because that's not how a therapist should be at any point well and I think that stems from like a cultural um perception of what therapists were mm-hmm. like in recent years there the yeah. oh the yeah shift, the cultural shift towards therapy being a positive thing is fairly recent so even back in 20 2007 I like that you know, wanting to say 20 I know. Even back in 2007, therapy probably wasn't, like, I remember around that time knowing that a family member was in therapy and being really scandalized. Like, I can't believe that they're in therapy. Instead of how I view it now as someone who is in therapy, like, this person's getting help. Yeah. Everybody needs to be in therapy. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's just like an old antiquated idea of what therapists were, because maybe we don't know. We weren't alive back in the day. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dean saves the day, then gets kidnapped. It's true. He does. He punches the shit out of Gordon, which does like next to nothing to Gordon. And then Gordon butts him in the head with the rifle butt, and he's out. And does not continue to try to kill Sam. Yeah. I suddenly realized that's weird. I mean, he's trying to sniper rifle yeah, him in broad fucking daylight. Why didn't he try again after Dean was out? <laughs> right. Like, maybe because the element of surprise was gone? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, he would have, it would turn into a standoff. Like, maybe he was like me and he was like, you know what I want? I want Dean side open gags. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm amazing. No, I mean he was shooting in broad daylight. Yeah, he had like a it was he did call it a silencer, but he had a silencer on it. But still, eventually someone would have realized that someone was shooting a gun and it was too risky, so he just decided to take Dean. But who knows, maybe he did want to tie and gag Dean up. We don't know his life. We don't know your life. You don't know um, what he's into. Yeah. Uh, this is also, we mentioned that this is the first time they say bitch and jerk to each other. Aww. Oh, no, maybe it's not. Oh, no, you know what? We're stupid. They said it in the first <laughs> episode. <laughs> We're just idiots. This might be the first time since then that they've done it, though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I suddenly it's suddenly very clear in my head that scene where they call each other bitch and jerk in the first episode, but I think that was a whole season ago, Kylie. It was. It was a long fucking. How day. do you expect me to remember that? Uh, yeah. With my goldfish uh, brain. I also wrote Kill Hitler, and then I wrote John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because Gordon was trying to convince Dean to be like, what if you? had Hitler before he became Hitler in your car, what would you do? And it was, we were making light of it. 
Well, other also that argument is always really fucking stupid because it's like if he was if it was before he was Hitler, I wouldn't know that he was Hitler then. Well, it was like if you knew what he was, he would become, but you had him. But that's the but that's where that logic falls apart. Is that Gordon doesn't actually know what Sam will become, right? Or what any of these kids will become, and that's the thing. Is like, yeah, you can guess and speculate unless you're from the you're literally from the fucking future. You don't know who anyone is going to become in the future. Right, because it's like his his prejudice against vampires, which had at least some sort of like logical basis, is now just extending to pure, just untethered prejudice against anyone who's different. Like, there's now no logical basis to his prejudice against any of these people and you mentioned that when we were watching um about how gordon talks about how he um how about gordon says something about how oh these psychic kids they're not even fully human or anything or something like that which knowing what we know yeah they fucking are um (laughs) (laughs) they were kind of it's kind of like they were infected almost is the way that I see this allegory of like how they became the way they are. Um, but they are, they're human. But I think that's like where his twisted logic has to go to justify doing this or, yeah. or that's where his twisted logic goes not to justify, but like he just sees like, yep, that's the answer. And this is what I've got to do. Right. Because I am, I am right. Right. Yeah. They have demon blood in them, forcibly <laughs> put into them, and therefore they are no longer human. I just like that that made me think of John Mulaney. I know that we went on like, <laughs> let's just quote John Mulaney bits for a minute here. It's just like, yeah, it's that stupid, like, it's that argument, and he breaks it down perfectly. It's like, what? so you mean like an old man that yeah. kind of like Hitler, I'm not gonna kill that guy because I am often wrong. <laughs> it's like, or it's a guy that's dressed like Hitler. Well, I'm gonna think that's a guy in a costume. <laughs> right. All right. Um, do you want to talk about women? Yeah. I mean, we already talked about Ellen. This doesn't pass the Bechdel test because at no point does Ellen or Ava talk to each other. But we haven't talked about Ava yet. I mean, Ava. Honestly, I think she was a really good character to introduce. She's Different than all the other uh, psychic kids that we've seen so far, because she's not like super tortured about it. Like she's weirded out that she's having these nightmares, but otherwise she's more or less like balanced. She's getting married. She was like, I should be addressing wedding invitations right now. <laughs> she's uh, she's well adjusted. She's a <laughs> I am a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and I I like how they wrote her to have like because she is a normal person like to have like regular reaction because I I think we've talked about that before and we will talk about it again but how how sometimes people go along with what the boys say and they shouldn't because why would you? She has that. She has that in her where she reacts to things like a normal person would. Like she, like when Sam is like, "Oh, you're one of the psychic kids." She's like, "Oh, you're crazy." Yeah. Like, oh, you're or like 
Yeah, I'm unsafe. You're nuts. Like, <laughs> or like when he's like, "Oh, this bullet means he had a this type of gun," and she's like, "Who are you? Right? Like, how do you know this?" This is perfect. Like she, yeah, she reacts like a usual, like an average person would, and that's it's very endearing of her, and she does a yeah, good and, job. And she's I good. like that she's just like this slightly neurotic, like, like. I really need to go. I have normal people things to think about. I just want to make sure you don't die. See ya. Like <laughs> she has a definite personality, which can't be said for all of the female characters that they write into the show. That yeah. and uh, that's great. And maybe it's because they didn't write her necessarily as like a love interest or anything. Like she's not a love interest for Sam because she's got a fiance and she's also only in like three episodes, but or two. I don't remember, but, <laughs> but yeah, so she was gifted with the, with having an actual personality as opposed to just being like a paint by numbers character or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that like Dean makes an assumption, but other than that, like there was yeah. never any like, oh, you're kind of cute. I kind of like you, even though I'm engaged. Like there was none of that sort of yeah. connection. Which I really liked. It was, yeah, it was very natural and normal, their in- interactions, even though they're yeah. talking about the same shit. <laughs> 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 but she was, she was very good in Hannibal. She's good in this. I, she I was. And people, like, I think even if she hadn't have been brought back, I almost said been brought in. <laughs> even if they hadn't <laughs> brought her back, um, later on I think she would have been one of those characters um one of those one-off characters that people actually like remember even though like she's just in the one episode um because I mean she she, even like she's not in that many episodes anyway um she is in more than just this one but people remember her she like yeah uh yeah so I think she I think she did a really good job I really like her I like the character yeah Mm-hmm. but we don't pass the battle test and Ellen was schizophrenic do you have anything else I think that's I think that's all for my funny notes uh I don't have any other notes but did you want to bring up the music I did that's why I asked Where's the music? let's talk about it uh the first episode or the first episode oh. the first song is a song I know <laughs> for what we wrapped it up for once uh yes uh, the first song played over um, the first, what was that kid's name? It was the psychic kid that died in the cold open. Um, it played over his therapy session and then it played over his sad death. Um, it's uh, Jefferson Airplane White Rabbit. And it's a great song. And it is, I mean, it's a song that's about Alice in Wonderland. Um, so it is. And it's got kind of this psychedelic, like 60s, 70s feel. So it does have that kind of like, I don't want to say off-putting. That's not right. Um, it's, but it does. It makes you a little uncomfortable. Just like sometimes those unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. It it unsettles you a little bit. And, yeah. And it's kind of it. It lends to a little bit of strangeness and like, yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. And I think that was a really cool. I think that was a really cool scene to watch him walk. And just kind of feel that tension. You hear this weird song play and you're like, oh, what's going to happen to this kid? <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, that was good. And then the song that I completely forgot to listen for when it came up, um, I'm going to have to look to see when that actually did play in the episode, is a weird one for Supernatural. Um, it's actually, it's a song I like a lot. Um, it's a song that I like, but it's just weird for Supernatural. It's Muse, which is... Oh for the time especially was a very recent band now it's kind of an older band um but it's muse super massive black hole it says when <gasps> it plays when ash uh, gives sam the results when ash gives his like here's your quest sam it probably <laughs> if i were to guess maybe it was supposed to be playing in ash's room why would ash be listening to muse because i don't know i'm trying to make it make sense that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense with the aesthetic of the show for non-diogenic music, and it doesn't make sense for anyone in the Roadhouse to be listening to that song. I don't think it was a cover. I think it was more of like a remix of of that song that was on Sucker yeah. Punch, but it is solid. It sounds really good. Again, the soundtrack to Sucker Punch is good. I I really like it. I can't speak for the movie. Actually, I can. It wasn't great. Um, what else? Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention Funky Town. Oh, <laughs> that his code, his code for someone's got a gun on me is Funky Town. And Sam goes, he came up with it. It's a long story. And I'm like, no, I want to know this story. Also, why would it be a long story? I don't know. But actually, because it's such a weird word, it is good that that's the code word because it's not likely to come up in regular conversation well that's funny because i'm like i know he's gonna give sam a code phrase and it fungi town did not even register for me i was like what did he say i remembered funky town he because he does and it's kind of amazing that he works it so naturally into that sentence but yeah it, anytime you have any kind of like code word or safe word or whatever it needs to be a word that you're not just gonna say in a normal conversation so mm -hmm. so Sam should have probably said that I was like yeah it's not a word you're gonna say so I know that something's up Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was the fact that that is that that's yeah. what that phrase specifically means yeah is that someone has a gun on him what <laughs> these are these are the lives of the Winchesters <laughs> And I want to say that, and this might be very far down the road, that um, there are um, other, like, little red flag words that they have. Um, I'm kind of remembering that. There was something else, too. Oh, it was um, in the episode we didn't like this season, um, to find Sam, to find each other when they get separated. Like, oh, they go to, like, I don't know, the first hotel in the Yellow Pages or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, that. yeah. He tells Linda Blair that. Yeah. Not her character, Linda Blair. <laughs> yeah, it's like you go to the, I don't think it was the first one. But, yeah, you go to a specific. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. But I, I remember it was, like, oh, some hotel in the Yellow Pages, which, like, where would yeah. they find that these days? <laughs> I don't, I used to get yellow pages delivered to me. Like, like I didn't ask for it. They just yeah, delivered yeah. it. I yeah, don't get that anymore. For any of our younger listeners, phone books used to just show up at your door. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. And well, then the yellow I mean, pages were for businesses. The gray pages were residential. Correct. 
That's so weird that there are people that don't know that. Right? Right? Ugh. But that's that's how technology works. It is. It is. Uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> End of podcast. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Bye. That's, that's your sign off. I think I'm done. <laughs> might, for how my sign offs go, might as well be. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you would like to add, Sarah? No, I'm good. All right. I think that's I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Um, do, thank you for listening. Do all the things. Um, I am still posting to our Tumblr. So um, checking the review at Tumblr.com. At Tumblr.com. Or just go to Tumblr. Tumblr.com. It's an app on your phone. <laughs> In my case, it's on my tablet. That's I went. We were talking about the yellow pages, and I literally like went back in time. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, you can um, drop us an email. Tell us uh, if you remember what yellow pages are without us having to tell you at checkingyourreview um, yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> and come back next week when we will fling ourselves into the sun. <laughs> Say goodbye, Sarah. Goodbye, Sarah. Thank you.